Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 Nash Icon on your radio dial. Got the privilege of bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Of course, so many ways to catch our program now. Uh, so blessed. I mean, I just am. I am just so blessed. Uh, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, uh, Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web, uh, EricAsher.com, um, your favorite uh, app. 
because our, our now our podcasts are everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, you can catch our program. And uh, on the show today, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. None other than Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, who is live from uh, the Senior Bowl in Mobile. Had a chance to talk to Mickey Loomis today. Which, guy? got to be honest with you, folks, is an absolute total waste of time. And wasted, and wasted my time as well. I got so much to do in the afternoons, getting ready for this program, you know, dealing with other things uh, that have to do with the business. And, you know, sit there and listen to a Mickey Loomis press conference uh, is, it's just, <laughs> I can't use the words on the radio, to be honest with you, because he says nothing. He says nothing at all. And I'll get into it a little while uh, on, again, uh, Loomis, because he's the guy now, Okay. Like it or not, he's the guy. He's the guy making decisions on the head coach. He's the guy that's going to be making the final decisions on, on personnel. Um, the, the Sean Payton era is over, and this is the guy now that's in charge. And, and look, I was around when he was in charge uh, after, after uh, Randy Mueller was fired. Um, I don't feel real comfortable with that situation, to be honest with you. But, again, he's entrenched, and uh, it is what it is. And it's not because, again, he doesn't tell the media anything. It's because he has nothing to say. And the other thing is, again, he's not a personnel guy. And, again, when you have a guy that, again, makes the final call on personnel, they should have a background in personnel in the NFL. He doesn't. Now, maybe, again, he's learned over the years that it's better to be able to delegate. And maybe he's going to delegate to Parrington and, and also to, um, uh, to Jeff Ireland. And, and hopefully that's the case. But uh, I'm, I told you before, uh, I am not feeling too comfortable with the Mickey Loomis back in charge situation. Um, what was it? Uh, was it when Ronald Reagan was shot? And was it General Haig that jumped in and says, I'm in charge? That's almost like I feel like, okay, with the situation with Loomis taking over again. Look, great cap guy, incredible cap guy. I know some people are really pissed off at him about the cap. And I'll just tell you right now, I thought, again, through the, through the breeze era that he worked miracles with the cap knowing, again, the, uh, the amount of money that was able to be spent, um, kicking that can down the road, trying to win that championship. They just didn't come up with a championship for a lot of reasons. You know, one of them, again, is, you know, the NFL and, and, and the situation between, um, you know, the bad calls that this team consistently got. Um, some were so egregious, you still can't believe it till today. And some, again, just, again, this team not, not, not closing out. I mean, you know, even the games where, again, the officials uh, played a hand in the losses, this team did not uh, do what they needed to do to be able to go down and win the game. They've had, they had chances. So, you know, it is what it is. You look at the situation now with, with Mickey Loomis, and uh, I am a, I'm already frustrated, okay? I'm already frustrated by it because I can see what's coming here. Um, so we'll get into that. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, we're also going to talk about National Signing Day. LSU is not doing what everybody thought they were going to do. I mean, look, I've been hearing it all week long. I've been hearing it for the last two weeks. LSU is going to um, uh, is going to have a class that everybody's going, going to be going to be ooh and on over uh, after National Signing Day. Well, their major targets, most of them, have gone elsewhere. Uh, we'll tell you, we'll give you an update on again who who signed, who didn't, uh, in, in a few minutes, and of course, we'll talk about that. Uh, also, again, rumors out there about the possibility of the Pelicans maybe trading for Eric Gordon. Are you kidding me? Seriously? Look, first of all, hopefully this is just rumor, okay? Um, That would be akin to bringing Anthony Davis back. Eric Gordon is hated in this town, 
okay? He laid on the leg of this franchise from the time that he was traded here in the Anthony Davis deal to the time he went to Houston and became the sixth man uh, of the year in the league. All, you know, nursing injuries, uh, not, not being a team player, locker room cancer, all those things. Not to mention, again, as had the ire of the fans, and rightly so. Overpaid, underperformed. I go all through, the, again, the problems with Eric Gordon. And, look, the trading deadline is February the 10th. I've already said it. I don't want to give up young assets, okay? No way, no how. You know, I'm not willing to give up Josh Hart. I'm not willing to give up the Keel Alexander Walker or Jackson Hayes. And there's some people saying, give up Walker and Hayes. They're still young. They're still growing as players. I'm not willing to give those players up. Okay, now, I don't know what um, Griff is going to do uh, because, again, he's on the hottest of hot seats and feels like he's got to make the playoffs this year in order to maybe keep his job, which is one of the reasons why I've said all along that Mickey Loomis, who, again, is in charge of these franchises, has to have a, an eye on what's going on with the Pelicans. Of course, Griff, we know, is, again, the vice president of basketball operations. Yes, Trajan Langdon is the GM. I was, I was pointed out to me by a, a, uh, an individual on, on Twitter yesterday. Hey, dude, I know, okay? But the bottom line is that in most cases, the, the, the general manager makes the decision on personnel. Trajan Langdon has a track record, a good track record, and was thought to be, again, one of the up-and-coming general managers in the NBA. It was a coup to get him. Hopefully, again, they're utilizing his knowledge going forward. And they're not going to sell the farm out simply so, again, maybe Griff can keep his job. Said a lot of these young players, again, they need time to develop. The Pelicans have a really good coaching staff. But they've blown it when it comes to, again, head coaches over the last, again, uh, two cycles. They got a really good one now. Let him develop these players. So we'll see how that plays out. Also, again, LSU basketball, which is in a tailspin right now. Look, I, I know Pinson, again, is coming back, and he's got a minutes restriction. Uh, Darius Davis means a lot to this team. His physicality inside, you look at his ability to score around the basket. I mean, there are a lot of things that you can look at when it, come, when it comes to LSU basketball uh, that uh, Eason, that, that, again, are, are – that, that, are, that are really, you know, top-notch. But they can't score. And they can't score consistently. And, again, when another team starts to shut down their scoring, they, they don't have a lot of options there. They were able to get away with it early in the season because defense created offense. But even their defense is not what it was early in the season. We're not seeing the same intensity of defense, in my opinion, now, okay, that we saw earlier in the season. And defense is going to carry this team. We always thought it would be. And, and that, that would be the calling card of this LSU team. But they're in a little bit of a tailspin last night. And to lose to Ole Miss at home? Whew. Look, said it before, I like Will Wade. Look, he's got a five-star center coming, already committed to LSU for next year. He is an incredible recruiter. He is a pretty good coach when it comes to in-game adjustments. He is a very good motivator. But somehow, some way, if this team is going to – because I think they're a tournament team, right? But if they're going to advance in the tournament, and this is going to be one of those years where, again, you got a shot at a, a Sweet 16, an Elite 8, or a Final Four, you're going to have to put the ball in the basket. And that's been the big problem with this LSU team. 
uh, the inability to put the ball in the basket. So, you know, we'll talk about that as we go forward today as well. Really looking forward to Sean Vazanth joining us on the program today. He's had a chance to be in Mobile. Uh, look, the quarterback situation is always a, a big uh, um, a, a big question going forward. It's the main question going forward for this team outside of who's going to be the head coach. And are you going back with Jameis Winston? Are you running back with Jameis? Can, can you get him on a, on a fairly cheap deal, you know, a prove-it-to-me deal once again? You know, I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again. It will not surprise me after, again, two years in New Orleans under Peyton um, that Winston is going, goes back to Tampa and plays, in, and plays for the Bucks once again. Would not shock me. Okay? Got, uh, again, the, the, the team loved him. Uh, he is revered in, 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 uh, in, mo- in most cases in, in Tampa. I believe he still has a, play- a, a home in Tampa. Uh, so that's a possibility. We've heard the Steelers, another team that, again, may have their interest in, in, um, in Jameis Winston. Uh, I think it was an indictment on Jameis Winston, the fact that Sean Payton walked the door. I'm going to say it right now. I mean, again, I think if Payton had the faith that Jameis Winston was a Super Bowl quarterback, he would still be the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. I think he's searching for that Super Bowl quarterback on the next place he's going to land. And, again, I've said before on this program, I don't think it's going to be long. You know, I think, again, it may be this year off and then next year again heading heading to a new franchise, which I think is really going to piss off a lot of Saints fans. I mean, imagine if you named your kid Peyton way back in 2005. How are you feeling now? It is what it is. Look, we'll see how it plays out. But when you look at the situation right now with the New Orleans Saints, they've got to figure out the quarterback position. That's the first domino that's got to fall after, again, the head coach. And, of course, this other thing with with um, with um, Flores and the situation in Miami. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. We'll discuss it with Sean Vazan when he comes on. You know, it's pretty amazing to me that a owner would actually go to a head coach, knowing, again, everything is on the line, not just for that head coach with that particular franchise, but, again, how that coach will be judged with future jobs, right? To ask that, that, that coach if, again, that, look, I'm going to give you 100 k to be able to lose games because we want to tank for a better draft pick. I mean, you'd have to be out of your mind as a head coach to be able to accept something like that, even if you felt like you had a quote-unquote job for life. I mean, first of all, how do you get your players to be able to buy into that? Okay, that's number one. I don't, I don't know how that even works. Number two, as I mentioned, you're judged by your peers. You're judged by the media. You're judged by the fan base. You're going to be judged by other owners on your record. At the end of the day, W's and L's. So why would Brian Flores take, I don't know, let's say it's $100,000. He can make that up with another team just again by again being a, a, a coach that is successful, that has a good track record, that is developing players, that you're seeing the team get better from year to year. And, yes, the win-loss record means something. So that's mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing to me that, again, an owner would be as arrogant as the Miami Dolphins owner and to be able to, again, ask their coach, hey, let's tank. Tank for Tua. What? Seriously? NFL's got some real problems right now, and especially when you start talking about the situation in in terms of minority ownership and, of course, minority, minority, minority head coaches and general managers. Look, they basically bribe teams now to be able to hire 
minority general managers are again uh, uh, minorities with, with, with within uh, within a, within a, within a team. Saints are getting draft picks, okay, because of of um, uh, they they had they had one, one I can't the name just slipped slipped me that quick. Um, one one of their assistant uh, GMs going over to um, uh, to Atlanta, okay. We see this all the time, and yet the Rooney Rule has not worked. And I was talking to a friend of mine today. I think the only way this changes is minority ownership. I don't think you're going to be in a situation where you can bribe a team to be able to, again, hire a minority candidate. I think at the end of the day, again, uh, you, you, you have to have some minority ownership there that maybe, again, gets the ball rolling here. Now, let me say this. I truly believe the NFL is going to expand, uh, whether that's two or four teams, more than likely two. Look, they, they owe it to the, to the city of St. Louis, San Diego, and if Oakland could ever get their act together and, and build a new stadium, the city of Oakland, to be able to go back to those, to those particular cities, okay? St. Louis did nothing wrong as an NFL city. St. Louis deserves a, an NFL franchise. They got the shaft. Okay, we know how that feels here in New Orleans. It almost happened to us. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. We continue down the road we're continuing right now with, again, the out-of-control crime here in this city, uh, the lack of Fortune 500 companies in our city and our state, the lack of, again, major businesses here. And, and of course, thank God you have someone like Gail Benson who bought this team, uh, I mean, again, who has inherited this team from, from, from Tom Benson and is not willing to be able to sell. But it's going to be a hard sell after she passes to keep this team here if we're ultimately in the same position we're in right now where, again, we don't have true leadership, uh, the crime is out of control, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Other cities have passed us by. We see it all the time. But with that said, when you look at the NFL, they're going to expand. They're going to expand. Hopefully they'll expand to some of those other cities, those cities that once were really great NFL cities. And hopefully, again, it'll be minority ownership because I think that's the next step. Get minority ownership in the NFL. Then at that point, again, there's a seat at the table. There's more pressure on the owners at that point to be able to, again, uh, uh, look, look at hiring minorities and not have to be, again, bribed into doing it. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Matty Hudak, uh, who, again, from, I think, Canal Street Chronicles, did a great job last night on Twitter uh, breaking down the lawsuit from Brian Flores to, um, uh, to, uh, against the NFL. And if you get a chance, look, it's 58 pages, and, and it's legal mumbo-jumbo, right? Uh, she broke it down to, its, to, to again, uh, a narrative where I think most people can understand it. It is far-reaching, and it is scary, again, when you start looking at, at, this, at this particular lawsuit. Now, who knows what's going to happen? More than likely, Brian Flores may be blackballed, okay? We'll see how that plays out. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, some people believe that now this may be a situation where th- th- they've embarrassed the NFL so much that, you know, there's going to be a push to get a minority candidate. I was asked today, do I believe the Saints will hire a minority candidate be- because of this situation? And my answer is no, I don't think so. So I think the Saints are going are to hire Dennis Allen, whether it's right or wrong. I think, again, they're trying to hold on to, again, this culture from Peyton. Now, look, I said this uh, last week. Peyton, well, Peyton was um, a huge personality in that locker room and within the building. And I don't know how you replace that. 
I mean, I just don't. So, yes, it's a roll of the dice in a lot of cases to be able to bring a Dennis Allen in and just elevate him and hope, again, and I'm putting air quotes here, hope that you can hold on to the coaching staff. Because, again, there are the other places are going to get are going to have new coaches, and they're going to raid the Saints coaching staff because the Saints have a very good coaching staff, a teaching coaching staff. Is that coaching staff going to stick around simply because now it's Dennis Allen and we're going to run it back? How many of those guys had allegiance to Sean Payton but don't have the allegiance to Dennis Allen? I mean, we don't know how, to a head, how kind of a head coach Dennis Allen's going to be. We know he failed in Oakland. We give him a pass because Al Davis was, by that time in his life, again, had no clue what he was doing in terms of running a franchise. But we don't know what type of head coach he's going to be. I mean, we don't. We have no idea. We, again, we, we hope that that 9 nothing win against Tampa is a precursor to, again, what he could be. That's one game. Now, this is a defensive-oriented team right now, and the offense has to be rebuilt. And a lot of the leaders on this team, again, are on the, are on the defensive side, but you have just as many on the offensive side, in my opinion. So can that leadership within that locker room, which again has an expiration date on it, right? Because you've got a lot of guys that are leaders on this team that are going they're in their 30s. One may be walking out the door uh, when, when, in, in Toronto Armstead. Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, um, you know, you can talk about Malcolm Jenkins. I mean, you know, these guys are all over 30, so how long can you sustain that? So that's a question that has to be weighed as well. That's why I think, again, the one thing that I'm, that I'm glad the Saints are doing right now is their due diligence. You know, you want to interview as many as you can. Because I believe, again, if it is Dennis Allen, there's a short leash here. At least there should be. Because you don't know what type of head coach he's going to be. You have no clue. So we'll see again how this kind of plays out going forward. And we'll say this about LSU's National Signing Day, because we're going to get into into it a little bit more as we go forward. But the, the rumors I've been hearing all day long, Okay, and, and even again, the people I've talked to are that LSU, once again, not prepared when it comes to NIL. Not prepared. That other, other programs, Texas A&M, Florida, other programs they're going up against to be able to get players in, they are ready, they got the money ready, and they've negotiated the deals with these kids. And a lot of them are going for the highest bidder. And to me, I think that's crazy because I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and say that I have never heard that an LSU player has never been paid to play. There's been $100 handshakes at LSU and other SEC schools for as long as I'm alive. you got boosters that, again, give money to be able to pay off coaches. So you're telling me these boosters who are millionaires, who own businesses, can't get together to be able to put an NIL together to make sure that LSU is on par with the Texas A&Ms, the Alabamas, uh, the Floridas, and some of the other major major schools that they have to deal with every single year in terms of going after um, a, a recruit because it's changed now. It's not just, hey, I love my school, what you can do to get me to the NFL. It's, hey, how much money can I make if I go to this school until I go to the NFL? And it seems, again, with a few recruits today that LSU, well, again, either was not prepared or couldn't match what some of these other schools were able to give to these kids. And when I say give, look, we know NIL is separate from the school. 
But yet it is separate from the school because the school is part of it. You know, you can say this is not in a vacuum. Obviously, Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M, they're ready. And it's showing again in this recruiting class. But you can't tell me that even though, again, Louisiana doesn't have the Fortune 500 companies, that Louisiana doesn't have, again, uh, all these big-time major businesses from a national standpoint, that we don't have homegrown businesses, that these, these, that these business owners bleed purple and gold, that they're not willing to be able to come to the table to be able to finance you know, $100,000 a year for a kid to go to, their, to, to, go to LSU. I'm just not going to buy that. I'm just saying they're not ready. And this particular recruiting class is showing how far they're behind. When you're getting outbid by other schools within your conference, for players that you feel like normally in a normal situation pre-NIL would have come to LSU because of the opportunity to go to the NFL, because, again, that's your state school in a lot of cases. So we're seeing things different, much different than what they've been in the past. And LSU wasn't ready. You know, you can blame maybe the transition between Ogeron and Kelly. Who knows? But I don't. This is strictly on, again, the school and the athletic director getting ready, being ready for, again, what's coming. And you knew it was coming. You've had enough time to prepare yourself. And I don't think LSU was prepared for it. And if you're a Tiger fan, it's got to be frustrating, man, because you know the money's there. Okay, how many coaches have they paid off? How many staffs have they paid off? I mean, again, this seems to be the spigot seems to be endless when it's flowing. So what happened here? What happened here? Now, look, I said this yesterday as I get ready to close. Just because a kid goes to a school now and they're all in doesn't mean that in a year from now, two years from now, that particular kid isn't in the transfer portal coming back home to LSU because things didn't work out the way they planned and maybe all they got was the promise was the money and then again, they didn't get a chance to be able to showcase their skills at that school. The transfer portal works both ways. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Any kid that signs today, and that just goes for the kids that stay at LSU as well. There's no guarantee they're going to be at LSU in two years from now. It's just a new landscape of college athletics. But to not be ready, no NIL is going to change the face of college ball, college basketball, college athletics as a whole. To not be ready is a shame on you moment for the LSU athletic program. And you can't convince me there's not enough money in Louisiana to ante up. Grambling is talking about doing NIL for the entire athletics, for every student athlete on campus. Now, maybe it won't be to the degree that LSU can pay these players. But at least they're thinking outside the box. I think LSU got left behind. Despite, again, the the name and lights up in New York and all the other things that went down, uh, you know, where where a lot of us are saying LSU is going to be right there, getting fired up. Yeah, they're going to be right there when it comes to NIL. Actually, they're not. They're not ready. It's showing during this National Signing Day and even the early signing period. All right, today's program is brought to you by my good friends over at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Let me tell you something right now. Uh, get out there and enjoy a great meal at, uh, at Katie's. 
uh, Francesca by Katie's, and also Bienvenue on Hickory. Katie's open seven days a week. It's world famous, okay? Look, when your New Orleanians come home, they go to Katie's. Uh, when you're here, maybe you don't think Katie's all the time, but you should. Incredible menu that has something for everyone. You know, I love the build the pasta dish, the mafaladas. I think it's got the, the, one of the best hamburgers. I think it's the most underrated hamburger in the city. Uh, when you look at their poor boys, second to none, Bob, we got award-winning pizzas from the Brooklyn Stone-style pizza oven. Um, you, look at, uh, you look at the Sunday brunch, which is award-winning. Uh, very, very creative menu every day. You know, even something as simple as Mama Mary's meatloaf, which, which is delicious, too. Again, some of the more creative dishes that Scott's comes up with. Uh, it is a New Orleans institution. It's Katie's. Uh, if you'd like to have your next event at Katie's, second floor is available. If you'd like to be, have your event catered by Katie's, um, reach out to Scott at SCOT at katiesinmincity.com. Rated number one neighborhood restaurant by Gambit New Orleans Magazine, featured on the best of Food Network's Diners, Drivers, and Dives. It's Katie's Restaurant in Mid City. Francesca by Katie's, uh, it's no longer a Lakeview secret. Uh, after Katie's closed down after the storm, a lot of their customers ended up at Francesca, and of course, word of mouth uh, through again, the advertisement on this show and others. Uh, people are finding out about Katie's. First of all, uh, a St. Louis deli with a New Orleans flair. You're going to get some great recipes from St. Louis. Scott's mo- mother-in-law has some great recipes that have been contributed to the restaurant. But again, a lot of stuff, again, were, uh, were recipes that Scott has had forever. Uh, great poor boys, incredible burgers. They have the daily specials are outstanding. The family meals are something that I'm telling you, if you're a family on the go, you should be stopping over there, grabbing a family meal each and every day because uh, it's going to feed your family. It's good, wholesome food. It's not fast food. And then, and then of course, wine, sodas, and, and St. Louis-style uh, items uh, that you only get in St. Louis and uh, over at Francesca's as well. 504-266-2511 is the phone number. FrancescaDeli.com is how you can find out more about the menu. And also, again, catering out of Francesca. S-C-O-T at KatiesInMidCity.com is Scott's um, uh, email address. And then there's Bienvenue on Hickory. Look, they're not open seven days a week right now because of um, employment issues like a lot of restaurants. So the Sunday brunch is no longer happening. But they'll be bringing it back eventually. But you're talking about contemporary queer cuisine, uh, great southern dishes, uh, and, of course, daily specials, uh, fresh Louisiana seafood, fantastic sandwiches, dine indoors, dine outdoors. And, of course, it's no longer Harahan's secret, okay? Harahan has discovered it. A lot of folks, again, understanding, again, you get a really good meal over at Bienvenue on Hickory. Uh, 504-305-4792. Uh, and, of course, BienvenueHarahan.com is the website. The Katie's family of restaurants are open for you right now. Get out there and grab a great meal. Quick break. We come back. Sean was in a Fox 8 Sports is our guest. Don't go anywhere. New Orleans country. 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Are you a safe driver? Are you looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate, the safer you drive, the more you can save. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. 
Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is there for you. AC breaks down, heater breaks down, they're there to repair it for you. If you need a new system, don't sign that contract with any other company. At least let Burkhardt come out and give you a price. Honesty, reliability, standing behind their work, uh, uh, treating your home like their home, and, of course, the expertise that's needed to be able to, again, deal with uh, today's modern air conditioning heating systems. Nate certified technicians, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. You can truly trust Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We go to live to Mobile, Alabama, the site of the Senior Bowl. Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports joins us. Sean, how are you today, bud? Doing all right. Kind of windy and rainy here in, uh, in Mobile. A um, little bit of a nasty day, but nonetheless, uh, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, no doubt about it. Kind of yucky here, too, in, in New Orleans, no doubt about it. All right, first of all, Sean, I watched the press conference. I'm going to ask you, uh, you, you. You asked some really good questions. Didn't get a lot of answers uh, from Mickey Lewis. Uh, I mean, I, I swear he must have been trained by the CIA because the dude doesn't give up anything. But with that said, uh, what did you get out of, uh, out, of, out of the press conference with Mickey Lewis today? Maybe some highlights. Uh, I mean, process is ongoing. Um, he understands what's happening. He understands what he's doing in terms of what he has to fill, the shoes he has to fill, both with head coach and obviously at some point 
they're going to have to make a decision on quarterback if one kind of impacts the other because you want to have a head coach that's in line with whoever quarterback they're going to go with. Um, and, um, you know, they've, they've interviewed three candidates. they got three more on the way. Certainly feels like that's a nice uh, that's a nice sample size, if you will, or a nice uh, uh, nice nice pool of candidates to uh, to choose from. Certainly uh, has the criteria that he didn't necessarily share with us that he's looking for, um, and you know uh, it's just going to go through the process. Um, so that, that that that's really where it is, and I think just kind of by happenstance, just kind of by just the, the issue of timing, his name kind of popped up with the Brian Flores thing just because he confirmed that they did the interview yesterday with Brian Flores, the former Dolphins head coach, the, fact, the same day that the, you know, the bombshell news dropped of the, the, the lawsuit that he's filing against the NFL and, and three other teams. Um, and he said he was informed of that lawsuit after uh, their interview, but said the interview went well. He was an impressive guy. So, um, look, <laughs> when you deal with a, with a kind of a press conference with Mickey, you kind of know what you're going to get. In terms of uh, you're going to get the questions, you had your questions ready. He's going to answer them, but he's not going to. He's going to only reveal what he wants to reveal, and I think you saw that in today's press conference. Yep, no, no doubt about it. The one thing that kind of blew me away was last week he couldn't speak on Sean Payton. He still couldn't do it today. Uh, and you know, come on, I mean, I mean, it's not that hard. We've all give, 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 give uh, you know given our opinion or our thoughts on Sean Payton, and uh, I, I mean, again, he's the general manager of, of the team, and. Everybody's looking at least for him to, you know, even if it's just, you know, quote unquote coach speak, you know, say something about the guy on the way out. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, I'm not sure what's up with that. I really not. Um, almost kind of reiterate. Almost the makes same you point. feel like maybe there's a little needed, bit of a riff there. Needed, I mean, needed, uh, I mean, looking into it. I, I mean, no, I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I, I've never, I've never really heard of any of that. Um, right. I, I have no idea what's what's. I really don't know, but it's the second time he's been asked kind of his emotions about, you know, Peyton and, you know, the, I guess their time together and whatever. And it's the second time he's kind of, you know, needed to, to gather his thoughts. I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things there's a lot going on with the Saints. I just, yeah. It's not something that we've had really had a whole lot of time to dwell on, but it is a little interesting that he still kind of feels the need to stay somewhat guarded in that response. Yeah, it, it, it blew me away. Not that it's done. I mean, look, great coach, great friend. Did a lot for the community. Was great for the city. Greatest hitter in the Saints history. We're going to miss him. Boom. <laughs> it's over. You've given a statement. There you go. Um, what are your thoughts on, on, the, on the interview process so far? Um, obviously, Flores came in. You mentioned this. It, was, it actually was reported that he went to dinner on Monday night with the, with the Saints hierarchy. And then Tuesday before he uh, went to the interview, he texted the, the team and said, text Mickey and, and told him, look, I'm, I'm suing the NFL. But you're saying that today he said that that was after that. Um, Doug Peterson, Brian Flores, uh, supposed to be um, uh, Aaron Glenn today, Dennis Allen, and also uh, Darren Rizzi tomorrow. Uh, no word if, if, if Eric Bieniemy is in the mix. He did say there would be about three more candidates. Your thoughts on, on, the, on the, who they've interviewed so far and who's left in, in, in the pool? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the process is going, you know, uh, pretty methodically. Um, seems like they use this time and mobile to really go, really go through the process of uh, the, the interviews. Um, you know, Doug Peterson was a name that, you know, just started – just based off of his resume, I felt like was a was an interesting name outside of the Saints, um, the Saints family, if you will. Um, you know, Brian Flores is another former head coach has obviously had some success. I have no idea 
um, with this new situation he's in, how that complicates things, not just with the Saints, but with the other openings around the NFL. Um, and then, you know, honestly, the, the, the first up, we've gotten to talk to Mickey now twice since, uh, when did he talk last? Was it uh, Monday or was it last week? At the end of last week? Anyway, we yep, talked to him probably week. more in the last couple of days. We, and it's rare we get that much, you know, mm-hmm. I guess you call it FaceTime with Mickey just in terms of, especially talk about such a big decision. Um, but, you know, I, I, I still feel like he, what he's saying in terms of this is not a rebuild, it's a different situation, you know, this is a retirement. Uh, uh, the, the organization is a much better situation than it was the last time, which is a thousand percent mm-hmm. true. Um, true. All leads me uh, to think that, you know, Dennis Allen is the favorite, and he will get his interview. Uh, was, he, Dennis Allen's here at the Senior Bowl. Um, he was uh, up in kind of the press box area. Uh, this time around, I didn't necessarily see him on the field, although I did see a bunch of other Saints assistant coaches uh, in the stands in on, on the field. So that's just my thoughts on the early favorite. I know that's kind of been out there a lot, but if you really listen to what Mickey Umas is saying, it certainly sounds like they want to kind of keep the train moving as opposed to, you know, you know, kind of relay the tracks, if you will. It, it, they just want to kind of, kind of keep everything going as opposed to tearing everything down. If you listen to Sean Payton's press conference, you know, he mentioned Dennis Allen by name. So, um, said a, you know, a leading candidate, he said. So, uh, to me, I, I think it's Dennis Allen at the top of the list. But I don't think that discounts anyone else from, you know, impressing Mickey to the point of maybe he goes another direction. I don't think that uh, that, 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 that would happen. So, I, I think he could – another candidate could certainly come in and wow someone uh, and perhaps take the lead in the race. So, um, that's kind of where I stand with Darren Rizzi. is an interesting man because he's very well respected. Coach mm-hmm. special teams, which means you deal with True. a lot of offensive and defensive players. Um, and look how well the Saints special teams have done since he's been there. You can't argue with that. They've been the reason they've won a lot of games over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So um, that's an interesting candidate. It really is. So that that's kind of where it, where they stand. Uh, I'd be very curious the timeline now. Just given, I have no idea if this you know lawsuit maybe delays uh, the, the, the announcement of a new head coach or maybe um, they, they're still going through, uh, you know, the due diligence in terms of interviewing every single person. So um, I'd be very curious when they name someone because it's getting close. I mean, you got to get into really your – I mean, you're at the senior bowl already, so you're getting right. all your scouting information done. At some point you got to align your scouting information with a head coach's vision. So uh, that, has to, that has to be done at some point fairly soon. I would definitely agree with you there. Um, Do you think, pardon me, do you think the lawsuit, uh, Flores' lawsuit, maybe pushes the Saints into um, hiring a minority candidate, whether it be Flores or Aaron Glenn? I just, I truly believe the Saints are going to do what's best in the world and Saints. And if, does that mean they're gonna they're gonna feel like they're gonna hire the best fit for what they currently have, uh, their current situation for their organization? Um, so I don't think that necessarily pushes them to a minority candidate or not. I mean, it, it could. Um, I don't think that the lawsuit would have to do with that. I think it will be first mm-hmm. and foremost, and probably first and only reason is is this the best fit for the New Orleans Saints right now? I think that's going to drive the conversation, and I also believe, you know. They have taken every interview seriously. I, mean, I truly believe that. Um, and, and, and they've been, you know, somewhat 
you know, methodical and patient with what they're doing. There are other teams mm-hmm. that are also looking for qualified candidates for head coaching jobs. There's quite a few. I believe five still available. So right. um, it's not like they're – it's a guarantee they're going to get the guy they want. So they've got to, you know, take their time, but they also have to be, you know, realize the situation what's happening around the NFL. But in regards to the – the, the lawsuit, I just, I, I can't see that having an impact on who they hire. I think it's still going to be who they feel like is the best fit. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I don't think it's going to push them one way or the other. I think they're going to make up their own mind. I will say this, and I said this yesterday, Sean, I'd like to get your take on I think every, each and every one of these interviews are critical. Look, we don't know what Dennis Allen's going to be. I mean, again, you got, you got Sean Payton walking out the door, and, and again, the, 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 uh, the, the, the aura that was Sean Payton in that locker room, and of course not in that building. I mean, he was the Saints. He was he was the guy that was the bottom line guy. At the end of the day, he made the decisions. You know, now you're going into a situation where Mickey's the guy now. Uh, the head coach is going to be there. How much again power does the head coach have? And then if you know if things don't actually continue and the culture's not there, because I mentioned this earlier, you know, a lot of your leaders are over thirty. Okay, for the most part. You know, you got your, sure you got Kamara, who's a younger leader. Maybe you can throw Lattimore in there. But again, when you all talk about uh, Armstead, who may be gone, you talk about uh, uh, Cam Jordan, you talk about Demario Davis, talk about uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Some of these older leaders, um, again, they're toward the end of their, their, uh, uh, their tenure in the NFL. Uh, if he's not able to sustain success here in New Orleans, I think he'll have a short leash. And if he does, Interviewing these candidates, I think, is huge in terms of, again, having something much like they do with with um, free agents, much like they do with draftees, having a scouting report on, again, who they can turn to if things don't work out. Absolutely. I mean, that's why the interview process is so important. Uh, you've got to get yourself in the in the know with other coaches. And get, I mean, Sean Payton was a coach for, you know, 16 years, 15 seasons, you know, there are other ways of doing things in the NFL, but every everybody in the organization kind of you know morphed to you know Sean Payton's vision and plan. He was such a dominant presence. Now you do the interview process and you kind of you can see the different points of view from other from other coaches. Obviously, you pick the best, but if the best if you think is the best and it doesn't turn out to be that way relatively quickly, you still kind of have that information in the back of your mind uh, when you go if, if, should you had to make another decision again. And the likelihood of having another coach. For 16 years, back to back is probably unlikely. Yeah. So you may have to make a another hire, you know, relatively quickly or at least quicker than what mm-hmm. you had the last time between the, the space between the last two hires. So yeah. all very important. So that's why I think the interview process is is it, though it may not yield the result a candidate may want, it's a very important part of impressing people, even if you don't get that necessarily get that job because your name is now kind of in the mix. And, and the NFL is a small circle, so they talk. So, yeah, yep. I think it's very important. 100% agree. All right, look, I, I know this might be unfair because you've been in Mobile all day long, but i got to ask you about today's signing period. LSU loses Trevante Citizen. They lose Danny Lewis. Uh, um, uh, they, they, um, um, they, they, they get Howard Perkins. Uh, Jacoby Matthews is said to uh, be going to Texas A&M. He announces at 6 o'clock. Um, a lot of this they're saying uh, out there, the scuttlebutt is, LSU was not ready with NIL. That a lot of these other schools had more money to be able to, again, uh, to offer these, these uh, recruits, and that's the reason, in the end, those recruits are going elsewhere. What are you, what are you hearing? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I've been kind of in, in the mix here in, in Mobile, kind of lost track of signing day, but I have been keeping up with a few of the updates. Like, it's no secret the, 
LSU and I guess somewhat the state of Louisiana has something to do with that as well in terms of NIL rules, NIL laws. Uh, but you knew it was only a matter of time before college football really turned NIL uh, into something that it wasn't necessarily uh, wasn't necessarily the, the original vision of it. But nonetheless, the game is here. The game is being played and is being played. I guess you could say against you if uh, other teams are landing top recruits. But getting Perkins, you talk about the uh, the linebacker Hal Perkins. Is that right? Yep. Yep. He, he's he's in. He's all in. Five star. Huge yep. get. So while they may need to do some tinkering to make sure you're on the playing field, it's not going to be long before Louisiana and LSU puts themselves at the top or in, in the upper echelon of, of NIL. So I agree uh, with you. a little bit of a slippery slope right now, I, they're going to get that dig very, uh, very quickly. I, I don't doubt it. Now, again, I think they lose out here, but I think this is a wake-up call. Again, for bit, for those boosters that are involved in this. Well, again, that's what it's going to come. The, the, to be able to get their act together with businesses here, to be able to get them involved with NIL. I, I, I 100% agree with you there, Sean. Uh, they, but they're a little bit late to the table, and I think we're seeing it today. Uh, it, the NFL, I mean, sorry, the NCAA landscape, major college football, it, it's changed very, very quickly, and maybe quicker than what they thought at LSU. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we talked about that on your TV show last week. I mean, there's, sure. there's probably mm-hmm. the need for a little bit of <laughs> uh, streamlining this process a little bit just in terms <laughs> right. of transfer portal, NIL, whatever the case may be. But nonetheless, as, a, as, it pre- as at this present moment, it's what, it's what it is. So they have to get do what they have to do to get themselves up. And I just know this. If, if another school, in the, especially in the SEC, feels like they have a bigger advantage, it's not going to be long before the LSU, the, the right people come, in, come into play. Mm-hmm make sure that issue gets fixed. I'm with you. All right, uh, just a quick one. So any quarterbacks you like out there this week? Uh, you only only been there a couple of days. Anybody? Yeah, I was only able to get to really look at one, uh, two practices. One really that I wanted to watch was uh, with the, uh, the Kenny Pickett, uh, Carson Strong, and uh, mm-hmm. third name. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Desmond Ritter out of, uh, out of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Like Pickett, I think he's pretty solid. I can understand why he would be the top quarterback taken in this draft. Good short area accuracy. Uh, second-level accuracy as well. Um, like most of these guys, fumbled a couple snaps, which is always the thing with these guys coming in from those shotgun offenses and college mm-hmm. and pros. It, it, it happens every single senior bowl. Uh, the big difference between the first group, those three guys, and the second group, which is Bailey Zapp, Malik Willis, and um, Sam Howell, striking difference in size. I mean, the guys on one, the one team were all 6'2 6'3 and above. Uh, the guys, Howell, Zapp, and Willis, I mean, if they were six feet, it was just barely six feet. So um, I'd have to probably watch a little bit more just to get a, a better feel. But for the one, the, the practice I watch closely, I still think Pickett is a pretty solid pick. There you go. Sean, i got 30 seconds. Tell us about uh, Fox 8 and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, well, plenty for Mickey Loomis. We had some at four. We'll have it again at five, nine, and ten tonight. Uh, we'll have National Signing Day stuff as well. Uh, Garland Gillen is all over that. And then, of course, Sunday we'll have the final play at 1030. And check out my blog at the first review. And follow me on Twitter at Sean Fox 8 Thanks, brother. Appreciate the time. Sorry, bud. Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. What's all the buzz about nasal irrigation and navage, navage, navage? And should I try it? Here's the science. Airborne germs invade through your nose. It's the body's air filter for trapping allergens and viruses. When your nose gets clogged, it's less effective and germs multiply. Eventually, your immune system can get overwhelmed and you get sick. Nasal irrigation is an effective, all-natural way to clean your nose. It's not a drug. It's more like plumbing. Saline goes in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out mucus and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. It's the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage pulls out the bad stuff so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. At Walgreens, CDS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and Walmart. Or go to Navage.com for a free gift with purchase. Over 2 million sold. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Get ready for Luke Bryan. Live. Raised Up Right Tour. Saturday, August 27th. Smoothie King Center. Luke Bryan. With special guests. Riley Green. Mitchell Tenpenny and DJ Ron. Pre-sale for City Card members now through Thursday at 10 p.m. Before the general public on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Get tickets at Ticketmaster.com.
today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Thanks to Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports. Coming up next, celebrity chef Scott Craig. I'm Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Anytime. Any- Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you. 106.1 FM Nash Icon, four to six weekdays. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. 
on the uh, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, free apps, free downloads for you to be able to take the show with you anywhere. Catch the podcast there as well because the podcast is everywhere. Anchor is our home base, but uh, we are on all podcasting platforms. Hey, Jeff Duncan joins me tomorrow on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports from NOLA.com and Fox 8 Sports. Make sure you check us out with our live broadcast uh, at 1 p.m. on LAE. We'll also be live streaming on the WLA TV YouTube page. And then the first of many rebroadcasts happened on Thursday night. 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on the Deuce WLA TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on the WLA TV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So a lot to talk about today. Uh, 504-260-1061. We'll get to your phone calls in just a few minutes. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig will join us in about a minute or so uh, on the program. Today's program is brought to you by his restaurants, the Katie's family of restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. told you in the first hour, it's a place where, again, uh, we, we go to enjoy a great meal as New Orleanians that live here. But it's also a place when our family members come back home uh, that we bring them to enjoy, again, great New Orleans meal. Um, again, when you want to talk about the epitome of a um, locally owned and operated family neighborhood restaurant, it's Katie's. Just like you grew up with in your neighborhood. I mean, I grew up in Uptown, and we had all kind of, we had at least three or four neighborhood restaurants in, in, in my neighborhood where, you know, you went to go, and, you know, at that time, you went, you went and enjoyed uh, uh, a meal there usually. You, you always, you know, hung out there. This is, this is Katie's, but Katie's a little bit different because not only is it, again, the mid-city neighborhood, it's the entire city of New Orleans. Uh, you know, and that, I think that includes, again, the suburbs and experts. They, they come over to Katie's. Come enjoy a fantastic meal. Uh, the menu is second to none. Uh, between lunch and dinner specials that change every day, a Sunday brunch that is award-winning, uh, award-winning pizzas from that Brooklyn Stone-style pizza oven. They're not a pizza joint, but, again, they are award-winning pizzas that are coming out of Katie's. And then, of course, uh, hamburgers, which I say is the most underrated hamburger in the city. You got fantastic pasta dishes where you can build your own pasta, uh, great Creole cu- cuisine, and also again fantastic fresh Louisiana seafood. Um, you know, Katie sets the standard in a lot of cases when you start talking about local restaurants here in the city of New Orleans. Uh, and uh, just don't let's not take it for granted, okay? That it's always going to be there because that's been a part of the issue in in in, a, in in during the COVID situation. You take for granted that your favorite restaurant is going to be there, and you don't go out and frequent your favorite re- favorite restaurant for any uh, re- for some rhyme or reason, and then all, all of a sudden you turn around and and, and it's gone. So. Again, let's let's take, continue to take care of our local, locally owned and operated businesses like Katie's, like Francesca by Katie's, St. Louis style deli. Uh, it's been uh, it has been uh, all the rage in, in in Lakeview, but I'm telling you, folks from people from around the city have now discovered uh, Francesca by Katie's, the family meal, second to none. Uh, look, I've said it over and over again. My kids growing up, the last thing my wife and I wanted to do was, again, go through the McDonald's drive through line and get my kids something to eat because there was so much stuff going on. The family meal solved that for you. It is a good, nutritious meal the entire family can enjoy. There's something left over. Fantastic burgers, poor boys, muffaladas, outstanding. St. Louis-style deli with that New Orleans flair. Uh, FrancescaDeli.com is where you find out more. 504-266-2511 is the phone number. Dine indoors, dine outdoors. It's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. And then there's Bienvenue on Hickory, uh, a, a sleepy little restaurant that is no, no longer a secret. Harahan has discovered it, and, of course, you have as well. Uh, 
contemporary Creole cuisine at its finest. Great southern dishes, daily specials. Uh, you got soups, salads, sandwiches, great Louisiana seafood. It's a creative menu, as, again, all Scott's restaurants are very creative menus. Get in there and enjoy a fantastic meal, whether you dine indoors or outdoors, 467 Hickory Avenue. Sunday brunch is on hiatus, but, again, uh, when, when they get the employment situation set up, they'll be bringing that back. 305-4792. You want to have your next event at, uh, at uh, Bienvenue? You can do that. It's Bienvenue on Hickory in Harahan, 467 Hickory Avenue. Uh, and easy to find. It's not that hard to find as well. All right. Let's bring on my good friend, uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig. We both have a lot to talk about today uh, with so much going on, not just in the sports world, but, again, affecting us here in the city of New Orleans as well. Scotty, how you doing today? I'm good, man. Just just getting over the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it? Yeah, I've been home since Saturday, man. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me that, little Daddy Oski. You kept it to I yourself, didn't say huh? That. Oh, it no. Was, I mean, we've been conversing the last few days, and you didn't say anything about it. How you feeling? How did it go? I had a very slight cold. Okay. You know, but Stephanie, I was in the middle of an event Saturday, and Stephanie called me. And she said I just tested positive, and we had tested on Thursday of last week, and okay. we were fine because she had the sniffles, and um. You know, and then Friday night, I, I got really tired, but that happens. So, you know, Saturday I was working. I was feeling fine, and she called me, and I, I said, well, maybe I'll test. So I tested while I was at the event, and guess what? I had the Rona. So, but it's been very, very, very light. And I'm not making light of it at no, all. No, nobody is. Because I know some people have had it very difficult. But it's very, very light for me, and I think that's because I'm boosted. You know, yep, yep. And in good health. And in good health. You don't really, you don't, you don't have any, any, any major issues as far as that goes. So that that helps as well. Uh, first of all, let me let me ask how the restaurants are doing uh, before we before we jump into some content because we got a lot. I mean, we got a, I got a lot of subjects on the table for us today. The restaurants are doing fine. Um, we had great weekends. Uh, the weather's not helping us much right now, but that's okay. We still have to go orders if anybody wants them. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we're doing fine, man. I mean, just dealing with it, you know? Right. And uh, you talked about steak night coming back. Is, have you made that move yet? We are going to do that, I think, next. I was out this week, so I right. think we're going to do that next Wednesday or the following Wednesday. We'll okay. We'll get into it for Mardi Gras. Cool. Bradley, D- Bradley Dale Pivoto, um barbecue night tonight at the at uh, Katie's. Yes, we we will still have that too. We're going to do steak night and Bradley Dale Pivoto barbecue night. Beautiful, and of course the family meals over at um, Francesco. Yep. Forget your meatballs. Today's meatloaf. Um, okay. You know we try to do some a different special every day. Yes. It is a family meal, and um, you know it's going well, man. The deli's really picked up. Um, we're getting lots of catering, and if anybody needs catering for Mardi Gras, uh, please give me a, a email or a call if you have my number. And um, we're also doing uh, we're doing a special menu for Valentine's Day. Okay, and I should tell you that right in a minute. So Valentine's Day is a big deal at Katie's. Lots of folks come out. Always. You know, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, now that's on a Monday this year, which is a little bit different. Is it really? Yeah, 
Valentine's Day on a Monday this year. We're doing, uh, I'll send it to you. It's okay, please do. It's going to be good. Yep, send it to me so I can continue to hype it through um, the next couple of weeks, Certainly no doubt. Certainly will. Certainly will. All right, and, and Bienvenue on Hickory doing pretty well? I know that you were having some uh, employment issues before. That's why you had to shut your Sunday brunch down, but how's the restaurant? We're killing it, man. It's doing really well. I mean, extremely well. Uh, I'm excited about it. You know? Fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's good to hear really that, really Scotty. It really is. Good, good, good to hear the things are picking up. Glad it really is. Yeah, we're doing fine. I mean, I think the secret was just to keep fighting through it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you'll do fine, you know. Um, sorry to see that some restaurants didn't make it, but um, yep. just, you know, we just Yeah, but that, that goes back to what I said earlier, Scott. I mean, again, a lot of times people just take for granted that their favorite restaurant is going to be there, right? Yeah. And and maybe for one for some reason or not they decide that you know that they haven't that they're not going or they're not freaking or they haven't been there in a while and the next thing you know it's gone and then they're like man uh, I was just getting ready to go there I mean you you have to continue to support our local businesses don't take it for granted they're going to be able to you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes on whether that restaurant is going to make it or not and then all of a sudden you know you read in the paper uh, such such a restaurant is closing you know their last day is Friday wait what yeah and I mean it's sort of like you never know when your coach is going to be gone or true you, you never know when alabama and texas a&m are going to steal all your players because you're not ready for the nil and correct <laughs> no you like correct <laughs> correct well let's take yeah. that segue uh yeah. jacqueline davis robinson from a cornerback from uh Wachikachi, texas has signed yeah. with lsu Trevante Citizen went to Miami instead of uh, LSU. Danny Amazing. Lewis, uh, again, uh, after the, uh, the $8 million views on the uh, video with him and, um, uh, and Brian Kelly, was it doing the gritty? Uh, he goes with Alabama. Um, also, um, the, the big one today is um, Harold Perkins, uh, who, again, uh, out of New Orleans, his family evacuated to Texas after Katrina. Uh, he signs with LSU. And then at 6 o'clock, Jacoby Matthews is coming up, but he is expected to sign with Texas A&M. Yeah. And uh, the reasoning that we're hearing is that Florida, Texas A&M were, were well-prepared in, in terms of, again, uh, NIL. They had companies lined up. Uh, they, were, they, were, they were giving players $100,000 a year offers to be able to go to their school. And, and ultimately, uh, LSU was not ready. And and uh, could not get in a bidding, a bidding war in some cases for some of these players, and uh, that's one of the reasons why they have lost out. Um, so at least that's what I was told. About a hundred grand a year, which is which when I when when you say that and you think of all the again the mil, you think of all the people again who have bailed out LSU in the past when it comes to million yeah. dollar coaching contracts, you would think a hundred k a year for a kid to go to LSU on an NIL deal would not be that much. But obviously, LSU was not prepared. Wow, how can you not be prepared for that? I I, I was thinking these were million-dollar deals. Because since there's no cap on them, I mean, you know how I feel about right. that. I mean, you know, you can offer a kid, you know, 200 grand, and the next school can say, well, I'll give you 250. And, oh, by the way, we don't have state income tax. You know? and Yeah, and, oh, a lot like the NFL, right? I mean, again, if you, if you uh, sign with a team in Florida, you don't have a state income tax. So, I mean, a lot Vortex. of the players that – or Texas, yes, Texas, the other one, right? That's you don't have why a state all my tax. exes live in Texas, man. Well, we didn't want to get into that, Scott, because again, <laughs> they, you know, they want to tell everybody you had all those exes. I wanted to keep that between just friends, but you yeah, let the cat out the bag. Let's go there. 
it's just disappointing. If we don't get Jacoby Matthews, today is, you know, not good. Even though someone just sent uh, – my my awesome doctor, Dr. Mark Marino, just sent me. Uh, we will finish number six with the signing of Perkins and with mm-hmm. all the transfers. We finish number six, and you know, uh, I, I just I I think they blew it, man. You know, there's no reason why they shouldn't have signed Lewis, especially after that beautiful video, and there's just. How do you lose to Kobe Matthews? I mean, they're losing all of these in-state players. And to me, it's just, there's no excuse for it. And, you know, it's going to be Alabama. It's just going to, why don't they just call it Louisiana? I mean, they're going to have all of our all of our five stops. And it's sad, man. It's a sad But it isn't, Scotty, I'm not making excuses for LSU, I'm not. But it is a transition year. When you have a coach who is a great recruiter, who again has been with been recruiting these kids in some cases since they were in in, in in middle school, and then that guy is gone, and then you bring in a guy from from Notre Dame who really doesn't know the landscape. Even though again you've brought in some really good recruiters to go along with it, right? I mean Frank Wilson is the guy. Um, I think it puts you in a situation where maybe you're a little bit behind the eight ball here, and uh, I think it's probably ended up that way. I think, but I, but also I think it's a different. I think we're looking at. We're looking at a different landscape here, and I think it snuck up on LSU, okay? I don't think, you know, when, when, when who would have thought that um, a, a place where you're paying coaches millions of dollars to go away, that you would have a problem in raising uh, funds in terms of companies that are willing to be able to be part of an NIL uh, pool that, that would end up, again, paying players to be able to come to LSU. And, and right now it looks as though they're not ready. And all that, you when, then, for, it, evidently they put all their money in Perkins' basket. Um, all we can hope for is that Brian Kelly knows what he's doing. And he doesn't feel that these kids coming out of high school are what this team needs right now. Maybe that's it. You know, maybe he thinks it's in the transfer portal. And he's done really well in the transfer portal. Hopefully. He has. You know, and maybe he just thinks there's more transfers out there and he's not worried about it. We'll see, you know. But um, at least Florida didn't get Perkins, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, it, no, no, they didn't. Uh, he he can't, he's, he's coming back home. He said that in, in his, um, in, I guess, in his, his, uh, his speech to, uh, to those that were there. Um, and it, it probably helps that we have no linebackers, and he knows he's going to play as a freshman. Right. You know? he's gonna so play. we'll see how that kind of plays out. I mean, again, look um, – Supposedly there's a back and forth right now for, for Jacoby Matthews uh, in terms of, again, uh, businesses anting up to try to keep him here. Uh, I never want to hear the word amateur athletics and college athletics used in the same sentence again. It's over. No, it is. And it's sad because I think it's destroying college football. But, you know, what it yeah, is, but, Scotty, let me ask you a question. Just being honest, dude. Would you feel that way? If LSU were, had their had their you know what together like Texas A&M did, and, and they were and, and right now they were outbidding Alabama and other schools for, for their player for the players for players that were coming out of Texas, that were players coming out of other parts of the country, or even players coming out of Louisiana. See, I would not. Okay, I just think that they knew the rules going in. They put out the, the uh, they they put out the, the the big old thing in lights out in New York telling everybody LSU NIL, 
and, and they didn't follow through with, again, the meat on the bone, okay, which is, again, the businesses that will fund this. Now, I'm not saying they won't get it together. This is probably a wake-up call for those boosters at LSU. Uh, that that, are, that would be willing to give, and maybe this is just a, a situation where they have to be organized. So let's hope that's that's what it is at this point. But I think they'll be better next year than they are this year because I think they'll be more prepared, and maybe that's a byproduct of, of again, the transition from Kelly, from from uh, from Ogeron to Kelly. But, again, at the same time, Woodward should have been ready. Okay, that's his job to be ready as the athletic uh, director. Eric. I got to tell you, man, I I just find it hard to believe that they couldn't have been ready for this. They saw it coming. They've seen it coming for months, if not six months, whatever. And it's happened, and I just think there's got to be another reason for it. I don't know. Maybe Supposedly they got outbid by by Miami for Citizen, and they got outbid by by, um, uh, Alabama for Lewis. Why would you want to go play for Miami? I mean, because he was guaranteed a X amount of dollars to go play at Miami. And you can't give this kid a hundred grand a year or whatever it is. I mean, that just amazes me that you're right with the money that they pay coaches off to get rid of them. Come on. They can't, they can't come up with a half a million dollars over four years. And it won't even be four years. You know, it's going to be three years that, you know, it it just, it makes no sense to me. There's got to be something else behind it. Brian Kelly must right. know what he's doing, but he obviously wanted this tight end. And well, I mean, uh, let me ask a question. First of all, again, I know a lot of people like the dance uh, videos, and I don't have a problem with it. Okay, it is what it is. If Brian Kelly wants to sit there and and, and dance with his with his um, his prospective um, recruits, and he thinks that somehow that's putting a spotlight on on the program or it's helping him with recruiting, you do what you got to do, right? I personally right. probably wouldn't do that, but you do what you got to do. Uh, but I wonder, again, how he's feeling as some of these guys that, again, uh, they've got, you know, he's been involved with these little videos or, or heading elsewhere despite the videos. I wonder how quick he'll be able to jump into a video next time around uh, because of that. Look, he's been roundly criticized in some, in some, in some uh, forums uh, for, for doing those videos. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I just I'm really shocked that they lost Lewis, I, I thought for sure. He'd be coming to Baton Rouge because we need tight ends. He's going to play. And they had to offer him something. You know, I think that was yep. just the lure of going to Alabama. You know? Well, I, I tell you what, I definitely we will definitely know more tomorrow. I'm going to have Mike Scarborough on. I'll probably have another LSU um, um, recruiting guru on tomorrow. And we'll get the, we'll get the take on, on, again, what happened behind the scenes, why this happened today. Now, look, supposedly Jacoby Matthews is still in play here. Uh, we're about a little bit more, about 37 minutes away from, um, from I'm sorry, about 33 minutes away from him uh, announcing his um, uh, intended school. So we'll see how that plays out. Terry and Slido has been holding throughout the entire conversation. Let's bring him in. Terry. We'll take a break. Terry, how you doing? Man, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Go ahead. We're, we're good. You got three minutes. First of all, um, all this is doing is making super teams. Okay, college football is over. If you don't have the money to buy a kid, oh man, just think about this. Forty years ago, Dale Brown had a oh no, uh, Abernathy had a hundred thousand dollars in a suitcase, almost cost LSU ten scholarships. You can't buy players. You could buy them today, though. Well, and then, Eric, I want to talk about the playoffs. I was praying to be Tom Brady. 
against Joe Burrow, okay? Mm-hmm. And somebody said, Terry, who would you pull for? You love Brady, and I love Burrow. Well, right. I would pull for like this. If Brady wins after the game, you go up to Joe Burrow and say, Joe, you're a great kid, great quarterback, but to beat a man, you got to beat the man. And if Burrow would have won, Brady would have went up to Burrow and says, Joe, I'm passing the torch over to the next great one, and that's you. Okay? That's how I'm you need to come out of retirement, dude. Eric? Missed the, the last part. Who's coming out of retirement? We're here. Terry, we're here. Terry? Terry, you what? Three? Yeah, I'm Terry. here. I'm here, but uh, I didn't. All right. Did y'all hear what I said? We Except the last part when you said something about retirement. Yeah, you got to come out of retirement, Eric, because uh, the Lions Carnival Club has got its 75th. Uh, March, and I got a phone. I got a phone call from Mike Bollinger, and said, "Man, the you Mike know anybody Bollinger. wants to come out of retirement from March twenty-three? <laughs> no, that was the days, my brother. That was the I days. Know, I, 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 my, my, my son, uh, Lions Club, and, and and the Jefferson City buzzes. I did both. My son, who was a Grand Marshal when I was a Grand Marshal, they went all the Grand Marshals, and he was a Grand right. Marshal in eighty-six. Now he's gonna be forty-two years old. I said, if you come in in March." I, I'd take my cane and I'd make it down the parade route. Wouldn't make the parade, but anyway. Wait, okay. And that's what I was. What I say is like, like Doctor Depp. I mean, like, like Scott. College football is over. It's it's going to be like uh, you're going to get LeBron James. Or, uh, they're going to get a kid. Oh, come to come to Alabama. We get everybody to get a hundred thousand dollars. And it's a joke. And I'm sorry. And if I was Brian Kelly, I sure wouldn't have done that dance without an umbrella. <laughs> that's a good point we need an umbrella terry thanks for the phone call bud and for the record uh my my marching days are over okay my marching days are over all right quick break we come back to the conversation with celebrity chef scott craig today's program is brought to you by the katie's family restaurants katie's restaurant in mid-city francesca by katie's on harrison avenue bienvenue on hickory don't forget about burkhardt especially if you're in the market for a generator uh you know look it's generators were held up right uh, uh, where there was a backlog of generators. They're finally loosening those generators up. They're starting to come out. They're, they're, they're delivering generators. So that means, again, uh, if you're on the calendar, you're going to be getting those generators uh, for that single-day install. Remember, financing available generators, you can pay that over time. Also, that new install quality check after one month. It's what Burkhardt does for everything they install for you. It's part of their customer service pledge. And then the service after the sale is impeccable. 24-7, 365 emergency service when you need help with your generator. And, and of course, folks, if you utilize that generator over 100 hours during the last storm season, you need to have it serviced by a pro. Go with the company you can trust. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy for free with DuckDuckGo. I bought football tickets for my husband's birthday, and now I'm in a football bubble. All I see online are articles and ads about football. I hate feeling manipulated. I downloaded DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. 
Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you. Don't forget about my friend the Southern Tire Hickory Airline in Metairie. If you're in the market for tires for your vehicle, or again, you're um, dealing with a fleet account or your own personal vehicle and you need uh, help with the... Um, uh, with your vehicle in terms of uh, maybe some engine work. Maybe, again, you need an oil change, whatever you need. Again, it's a one-stop shop over at, over at uh, Southern Tire. Uh, again, uh, first of all, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, wheels and tires up to 30 inches, financing available there. And then you're talking about, again, diagnostic equipment, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire. Same ASC-certified technicians you can get at the dealership, you can get at Southern Tire without the sticker shock of, the, of again, uh, dealing with the dealership. Uh, also, you're dealing with family-owned and operated company. That again, the Piazza family have had Southern Tire since 1972. As I've mentioned over and over again, you do not stay in this round and this uh, open this town that long unless you take care of your customers. Again, uh, uh, if you have damaged rims, they can repair those rims for you. Truly, a one-stop shop for all your automotive needs, right there at Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from eight to six, Saturday from eight to three. Five zero four seven three seven one five five eight is the phone number. Go to SouthernTire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. Again, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's Southern Tire. All right, uh, Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Scotty, um, we talked a little bit about the situation with um, uh, National Signing Day. Uh, there are multiple reports on social media today. There was an article that was written 
Uh, the Pels are going to be buyers at the uh, trading deadline. And one of the names that have been prominently mentioned coming back to the Pelicans in a trade is Eric Gordon. I almost fell out of my chair, okay? No. Literally, almost fell out. Of, first of all, if this is even on the radar of David Griffin, fire him now. Don't wait till the end of the season. Fire him oh, now. Man. If they're going to give up young assets or even draft picks, okay, the, the, the coveted draft picks from the Bucks deal and, and, the, and the Lakers deal to bring this bum back, okay? All right? Are, are you kidding me? I mean, outside of Anthony Davis, he might be the most hated player in the history of professional basketball here in New Orleans. And then there's actually, again, a, 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 this has been being mulled over at, 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 at Pelicans headquarters. Are you kidding me? I mean, obviously this guy don't have a history book. Man, I haven't heard that. I got to tell you, Eric, if they do that, I'm done. You know how I feel about Eric Gordon. Uh, I, 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 I put him right up there with Anthony Davis and maybe worse. That guy sat on this team and didn't do squat for four years for $15 million a year. And I can't believe they would even consider that. He hated being here the first time. What makes anybody think that that bum is going to want to be here a second time? That's insanity. There's no way that could happen. No way. No way. No way. No way. There's no way, no how. First of all, the fact that social media has blown up, I'm talking about it. Other shows have talked about it today. Uh, again, it sends a message to, to again, the front office of the, of the New Orleans Pelicans that you've got to be out of your mind, okay? That's number one. Number two, would you, we, whether it's draft picks or young assets, there's no way you give those up. And, I, look, I've talked about it all week. I know we differ on this, Scott. I'm not giving up on Jackson Hayes. You saw what Hayes did at the four the other last two nights, okay? They no, even I tried him Jackson at the four, okay? We don't differ on that. No, 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 I'm just saying young players. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, to me, is an untapped player. He's still trying to find himself. He went to Virginia Tech for two years and then to the NBA. He's his third coach in three years. I mean, give the kid a break. Same thing with Jackson Hayes. He goes to Texas for one year, three coaches in three years. This is finally a coach you think may be able to develop talent here in New Orleans. I would not let these two players go, even for a C.J. McCollum, okay, who they've, they've talked about as well. To me, if I'm making a deal, Scotty, I'd love to get your take on this. I am using the draft assets that I have. Okay, I'm not giving up Josh Hart. I'm not doing a no. dis- by, addition by subtraction. Okay, if, if they want Garrett Temple, if they want Sadarnowski, that's fine. I'm not giving up on Murphy, and I'm not giving up on Herb Jones. Uh, and even a kid like Alvarado, who has really come on and played very, very well within the last two weeks, I don't know if I'm giving him up either right now. Okay, now I know you got to give up something to get something. But, look, this team is vying for the 10th spot in the NBA playoffs, right? A play-in game. I'm not giving up my young, my, my young nucleus to get a chance to be able to, again, just make it to the playoffs so a, a, uh, the vice president of basketball operations can save his job. No, man. Oh, I love Jackson Hayes. I don't know where you thought you and I differed on that. I love Jackson mm-hmm. Hayes. No, I was just talking about some of the young players. Oh, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't differ on that at all, man. I I like watching this team play. I've enjoyed watching them play the last mm-hmm. two nights. Um, I see a lot of effort, and I, you know, you don't want to break that up. This team just give up some of the draft stock or something, but I don't. I don't want to see any of these young guys go, other than Zion Williamson. You know, I I, I really I'm done with Zion Williamson. I don't I don't think he's a fit for this team. 
<clears throat> but they do need a McCollum. I think that's a different that's a different mm-hmm. signing. I think McCollum would be really good for this team. Eric Gordon would be a nightmare, man. That would oh, be a nightmare. locker room cancer. That's right. a locker room cancer. I mean, he would come and destroy that team. I mean, I'd even give up a Devontae Graham, Scotty. Okay, okay, but I'm not touching this young team. I'm not touching these young players right now. I want to give these players at least a chance to get through this first contract and see where they're all, where they are, because they're growing as players right now. No, and I mean, they've got the perfect coach. I love the coach. As much as I didn't like Van Gundy, I, I mm-hmm. love this coach. Yeah. He's young. He, he's in it. He's in the official spaces every time. If they make a stupid call, which they do a lot of, um, I, I wouldn't touch this team right now. Give up some draft stock. But, I mean, yeah, I would like to see C.J. McCall. Uh, I'm not going to lie on that. Yeah. But Eric Gordon, i got to be honest, <laughs> man, I'd be done. I think a lot that of people would. the would. dumbest thing I've ever seen. Me too. <laughs> the fact that it's even being mentioned out there is it mind-blowing. Can't be. It can't be by the okay. club. There's no Cannot way. be. No way, no how. Man, that's that's just that's just media crap. There's no way. There's you no know, Scotty, I talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, shifting gears here, we, Brian Brian Flores's um, um, lawsuit against the NFL yesterday. The, the, yeah. You know, there are a lot of a lot of components to that, and and, and I mentioned Matty Hudak, who was with Canal Street Chronicles. She's on Gus's show as well as a co-host and a and, and a fill-in host. She did a great breakdown on, on, on the lawsuit, made it very, very um, uh, easy for the layman to be able to go in and read the, the, the bullet points that are, that are really part of this, uh, the, the crust of, this, of the suit. Uh, and you can catch that on our, on, our Twitter, on our Twitter feed, plus I, I, I forwarded it on mine. You're a, you're a, you're a, you, you, your, your wife came from St. Louis. You, again, yeah. they got robbed, okay? They got robbed of, of a franchise. Uh, the people yeah. of Oakland, even though, again, they need to build a new stadium, okay? There's no other way around it, okay? Uh, they, they, again, ha- <coughs> they're two-time losers with, with, with the Raiders in terms of being shunned. San Diego, uh, again, always supported the Chargers. I, I think the NFL is going to have to expand, okay? And I think it's only fair to expand to the cities in which they were in before, especially if the stadium issues get worked out. I really think the only way you're going to solve this issue, again, with you know, more minority participation in, uh, in, in terms of general managers and head coaches, et cetera, is to have minority ownership in the NFL. And I think the next move for the NFL could be when they expand uh, to, to, again, two more cities, which I think they're going to do very, very soon, uh, to, again, make those minority ownerships and put those in some of the cities in which, again, they got screwed over on the way out. And, and to me, St. Louis would be one, and then you'd have to figure out what's going to happen on the West Coast between San Diego and Oakland. You know, before you'd think about well, a Portland or, again, any of those other cities that, that have been mentioned as possible NFL destinations. What are your thought, uh, thoughts on about, about minority ownership and then also expanding to the, to the, to the, to the cities that have, been, that have really got, 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 got the shaft? Well, I mean, here's, here's the deal. I don't trust Roger Goodell which tells me I don't trust the NFL. But if someone has the money to put together an NFL franchise or any franchise, regardless of what their race is, they, they should be able to do it. And I, I, once again, I don't trust Roger Goodell. So there's no telling what he's doing. Is he really stopping this? Is he really preventing 
minority ownership of teams? I don't think so. Uh, no, I think this is a, look, the, the owners vote on who they want to lend in the club. Okay, well, but I, I think it's come I mean, to the forefront over the last on the last forty eight hours or so that look, Demario Davis brought this up right after the season ended about again the lack of uh, of head coaches, or black head coaches in, in in the NFL. And when you look at the percentage of NFL players to NFL to, to, that are black to, to again to those black head coaches, I mean, there's a disparity. There's no doubt about it. Um, where you really are empowered is ownership. Okay, that's where you're empowered. Uh, yeah. You could say a general manager here, a general manager there, head coach there, head coach there. But until you really get to the point where you're in the boardroom, that's where the real power is in this. And the power is in ownership. Look, and that's where if, if the NFL is going to open up anything, they should open up, again, ownership to, yeah. to minorities. They have more teams. And I, I think that would be outstanding. I, I do. Um, you know, I'm also a guy that feels like, hey, man, you got to be the best man for the job. I agree with no that. No matter what race you are, true. It's like I heard you talking about the Saints. I mean, would they are they are they interested in Flores or, or Aaron Glenn? I mean, these are all really good coaches. And I got to be honest with you, Brian Flores. I think he's an outstanding coach. He is. And an I outstanding think he's coach. got a lot of potential with the right coaching staff. But I also believe that the right coach for the Saints is in house already. You know, I, I'm a. I'm a I'm a big uh, um, you're you're a huge Dennis uh, Allen fan. I'm a I'm a huge DA fan. I'm a huge fan of this staff, and I want to keep this staff together. I'm as disappointed as anybody that Sean Payton left, and I, I just think he left at the worst possible time. Um, now he's got a division without Tom Brady and no quarterbacks in the division. I mean, this division's wide open, and we needed Sean Payton's leadership. But I truly believe the best, the best way to continue what they've done is to just hire Dennis Allen. And, I mean, I don't want to see a new coaching staff. I just don't. I love this coaching staff. I love what they've done. Last year was impressive, man. And I think Peyton quit, you know, after a season that was, man, a couple of things go their way, including Roger Goodell and his referees. And that team's in the playoffs, and, and they might have still been in the playoffs till last weekend. I think the NFC's weak. You know, I, I think Joe Burrow and the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm taking them straight up. I just don't think the Rams are that good. And I don't think their coach is that good. You know, and I, I, just, I just don't think we should change what we had. And, you know, you know Doug Peterson, I mean – you know, the Eagles' former coach. That guy's a great coach. There's you no know, doubt but, about that, dude. I'm telling you, know, you right now. Look, I, I like Flores, and, and and I like Doug Peterson. And if it wasn't for this culture thing, okay, which, again, it's a roll of the dice here, right? Look, nobody knows if not having Peyton in the building and that void is going to be filled by Dennis Allen. If he could fill that and and then put his own stamp on this team, uh, as I've mentioned all day, day today, look, the leaders on this team are over thirty for the most part. They're in the twilight of their career. This this culture has been passed down from generation to generation in, in in terms of again Saints players under Peyton over the last fifteen years as coach, sixteen years with the team. So we'll, we'll see again how this kind of plays out. But I'm with you, okay? 
Um, there's a part of me that says you got to run it back. You got to at least try to keep it everything intact if you can. There's no guarantees the coaches are going to be staying. A lot of those coaches may end up going elsewhere. They might have been Sean Payton's guys. Might not, might not be Dennis Allen's guys. But when I when I see a guy with an offensive genius like Peterson, and I see a guy who again commands the respect that Brian Flores does in a locker room, that you know that leads me. I pause a bit and say. Those are two really good guys, really good coaches. One's, one's, one's won a Super Bowl, and the other one's had success despite being with a, with a owner that was willing to pay him $100,000 a game to lose. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's, you know, it's in the, it's it's, in the lawsuit. It's so. a shame that it's come to this, but I'm always for Roger Goodell being challenged about anything because I think – He's shady as the day is long. I don't like him, and I think it's cool that he's being challenged again by someone like Brian Flores. Um, It's disappointing that it has to come to that, but at the same time, I hope the best for that lawsuit against Goodell because I don't like the guy, man. You know, it's, it's obvious that he's had a problem with the Saints and Sean Payton since 2011. Mm-hmm. And you know you can tell by the statistics. I mean, well, st- stats don't lie. Opponents are the least penalized teams in the NFL. You know, for the most part, and stats don't you know, lie. It's the uh, truth. You hate the, the <clears throat> stats don't lie. You hate the thing to be a big conspiracy theory at this point. But stats don't lie. And since Vicodin, since the since the abuse of the Vicodin by Vitt and Peyton, uh, again, this team is not. This team has uh, uh, somehow, some way. Things have gone wrong with this team at the worst possible time. And usually that happens yeah. in the playoffs. But, again, also, again, the, the since 2018, the number of calls that have went, went against this team, and, right. and, again, it's been consistent since that time. Come on. Stats don't lie. I, agree, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, UNO Privateers, the hottest basketball team in the state? Yeah, everybody's worried about LSU and how sad they are because, Honestly, you know, I was watching that last night, and they don't have the depth. You know, they've had some injuries, and they can't yep. overcome that. Losing to Ole Miss like that was laughable. This defensive juggernaut that they were is no longer there. And, you know, I, I am so impressed with the UNO privateers. People need to pay attention to what's going on on the lakefront. Coach Mark Schlesinger and his staff have been unbelievable. And I'm telling you, going into McNeese, Last Sunday and winning that game, it was a tough game. They've won. They've won mm-hmm. hard games. They've won blowouts. They've won tight games. They are just well coached. And people need to be paying attention to what's going on in the lakefront with Mark Schlesinger and his privateers. I go to all the games, but guys, not only is it one of the best venues in the South to see a ball game, but you need to get out to Lakefront Arena and watch the privateers play. Um, uh, well, and, really and it's a different it. team. They've added some size to go along with some really good guard play, and it's they starting to really pay off now. He's got some size, and he's got yep. some amazing guard play. He's got power five guard play, and it's really, really impressive to watch what they're doing, man. So if y'all want to see some good basketball, Tiger Terry, I know you're listening out there, get out to Lakefront Arena and watch the privateers, man. I'm yep. excited about what Sluts and his crew are doing.
Well, actually, I think that New Orleans should be excited about basketball here in the city between Loyola, Tulane, and UNO. All are playing yeah. really high-quality basketball right now. Throw Xavier in there as well, uh, again, uh, who's playing pretty good basketball. So they're really, we have some really good basketball happening on the collegiate level here in New Orleans right now. Yeah. And it's no a doubt. shame LSU's not what we thought they were, but it is what it but is. But they're, they're going to get into the tournament, and we'll, we'll see. Look, they've got to figure it out. The, the, the biggest thing that I, that, that I found over the last few games watching this team is they're not defending like they were early. Because they got to okay. figure it out. You know that's that's been that's been the to me that's the issue that's the main they always were going to be a team that was going to have trouble scoring but they were able to create offense off their defense they're just not playing as good a defense as they were early and really shutting teams down that that's been a problem Scotty I got two minutes left tell some tell us about the uh, restaurants on the way out and of course uh, the podcast how folks can follow you on social media come visit us at the restaurants um, get some Mardi Gras catering. Call us about our uh, our Valentine's Day specials. Um, we're doing a lot of good things, man. My staffs have been incredible. We just need continued support from everybody, and and it, it's really really important right now. You know, we're fighting, and and you know we've uh, got a good thing going, man. We just need the support, and uh, just email me at Scott at Katie's in Mid City if you need any catering. Uh, especially for, you know, the holiday, for uh, Mardi Gras or, or you know, whatever, man, whatever, you know, just uh, give us a call, man, and let us handle your uh, your catering needs, man. We're doing a lot of it right now. We've been we've been found out, man. Yep, that's great. People that's fantastic. And, and, of course, the podcast, you guys jumping back into it? Yeah, I, Mike and I are going to, well, you know, COVID with me this week uh, yep. kind of, precursor that but i think sure. mike and i are going to try to do it ourselves i don't think billy's going to be able to do it with us anymore but but right. mike and i are going to have to figure out how to do it on our own mm-hmm. just uh listen to us man we, we've got a lot to say believe me and it's fun it is fun and funny it is no it doubt is. thank you my brother thanks man love you dude. appreciate you. you love you too dude feel better feel better no doubt all right don't forget about burkhardt air conditioning and heating if you're, you're in a market for a new air conditioning heating system, do not sign that contract with anyone else until you at least get Burkhardt to give you a price. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They cover the entire metropolitan area with 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, NATE-certified technicians, but more importantly, again, truly a company you can trust. If you can trust them, again, with a new system, you can trust them with, again, working on your existing system. I've trusted them for over 30 years. You can trust them as well. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent, with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If select quote didn't shop for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-4646. That's 1-800-885-4646. 1-800-885-4646. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. Thank uh, Scott Craig for joining us, Sean Vazan, the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in City, uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, and also uh, uh, Francesca by Katie's, our title sponsor today. All of our sponsors, give them a thanks as well. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our show. Please continue to support those sponsors. Thank you for supporting those sponsors, and thank those sponsors for supporting our program. Jeff Duncan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. That is at uh, 1 o'clock tomorrow on WLE-TV. 
Uh, also, um, I want to thank Rudy back at studio. And coming up next on All Access with Ken Trahan. He's live, by the way. Renee Nato of CrestedSports.com. They'll be talking about, obviously, National Signing Day. It's been a blast, New Orleans. We'll do it all over again tomorrow. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catcher, the governor. And that includes the mayor. They all got to go. <laughs>